0: Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Joe Galati podcast, broadcasting high above the Texas Medical Center in Houston, purveyor of all things related to the liver, health and wellness, nutrition, food and cooking, and all-around doctor banter, and witty repartee with our experts that visit us. Our website is drjoegalati.com. If you'd like to send me a note, subscribe to our newsletter, or even see me as a patient. If you want to call and be part of the program, dial us at 888 438 9431. And now, on with the podcast.
1: Initialize Sequence.
0: Coming to you live from Houston, Texas, home to the world's largest medical center. This is Your Health First, the most beneficial health program on radio with Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. It is another glorious Sunday evening on the radio, and so glad you're all tuned in tonight to Your Health First. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Every single Sunday, between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m., we are here doing two things. Number one, we are raising your health IQ one listener at a time. The other thing we're doing is we're making you better consumers of healthcare. Raising your health IQ, being a better consumer of healthcare. And it is my guarantee that when you listen to this program or you listen to the podcast, the replay of the program, you are going to raise your health IQ and be a better consumer of healthcare. Because really, at the end of the day, it is those two things that are going to keep you and your family healthy. I promise you that. And if you look around at relatives that you know, friends, coworkers, the guy next door, or yourself, you may be at risk for a certain medical ailment. You may have a certain symptom, and the symptom can be everything from a headache Blurred vision, ringing in your ears, chest pain, trouble swallowing, a knee ache, arthritis. But you're not quite sure what that all means. But if you had an increased health IQ, you would understand or be knowledgeable of the three major conditions that result in difficulty swallowing, let's say. And let's just say for argument, two of them are benign. Two of them are not going to kill you. A little lifestyle change, a little change in the way you eat or weight loss, etc. But the one thing, one out of the three, just in this hypothetical example, could be something that is really serious, either a cardiac issue, cancer, something more serious. But if you have that health IQ or you're a good consumer, you understand what's happening, you could get the care you need now instead of waiting till all of the wheels are falling off and it's going to be that much more difficult to make the diagnosis, get a cure, and maintain your health and wellness. So to participate in the program, and that's what we want, radio, yes, you are listening to me, you are dialed in, but we need that two-way communication. My website, drjoegalati.com. Dr. D-R-J-O-E-G-A-L-A-T-I.com, drjoegalati.com. Now, on the site, you sign up for a newsletter. Lots of information. Every, uh, Every weekend, we send out a newsletter, coast to coast, filled with all kinds of great information. This week, yesterday, we sent out, for the first time, we put together an e-book, and it's an e-recipe book on how to cook a tasty but healthful Thanksgiving dinner. Along with my registered dietitian Lauren, we put together this e-book. And it is there for you. But you have to sign up for the newsletter, DrJoeGalati.com. We are also posting it on Facebook. So if you go to DrJoeGalati.com, click the social media links. It'll take you to Facebook. My Facebook handle is at DrJoeGalati. And uh, sign up for all that we do. It's uh, great. All right, so um, for the first segment here, we always around the holiday season, and it is a bit premature. I understand that. Thanksgiving is uh, a week or so away, but we're, and Christmas is, you know, even further, though it's right around the block. We're going to talk about, in the weeks to come, but we're going to start tonight on gifts, presents that you may give to a loved one or a friend, Now, one that I have been thinking about, and I've talked about this in years past, and people may say, what the hell is Joe Gulati talking about? Well, one present I want you to think about, and let me just back up. In this day and age where we have a lot, a lot of people have a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of gadgets and electronic gizmos that we could obtain somehow, a lot of people are like, what, what is that unique gift that nobody is going to give another person? And so one thing that I could tell you right now, nobody is thinking of, but it is going to make a big impact on your life and the life of those around you. And this is more of a family type gift. And I know my wife is probably listening and she's saying, oh, here he goes. He's going to come up with a doozy. I want you to think about either for yourself or put it on your wish list. Right this time of the year, people go around, dad, what do you want for Christmas? Let us know so we have time and we're not on December 24th trying to shop for something and Amazon is backed up and it's not going to be delivered. Okay, so you got plenty of runway space here. Think about getting a blood pressure cuff, an electronic blood pressure cuff for yourself or for a family member. Now, you may say, oh, man, that is a downer, a blood pressure cuff. Here, honey, look what I got you, a blood pressure cuff, and the batteries are included. But when you look at this, uh, there is a lot of high blood pressure out there. And when you look at the statistics, many of you that are listening have high blood pressure. So if you're a listener of the show, you have a high, high uh, health IQ, you're a good consumer, you know that high blood pressure puts you at risk for heart attack and stroke, and kidney failure, where you end up on dialysis. That is not fun. In 2020, there were almost 700,000 deaths in the United States as a result of hypertension. Nearly half of adults in the United States, that's 116 million, 116 million have hypertension as defined as a systolic blood pressure greater than 130. Now, that's the top number. Or a diastolic pressure, the bottom number, that's greater than 80. Or are taking medications for hypertension. So there is a boatload of people that have hypertension. Only one in four have hypertension that is under control. That means they're doing it through diet, exercise, weight loss, or medication. About half of adults with uncontrolled hypertension have a blood pressure 140 over 90 or higher. This includes 37 million adults. So this is a big problem. Now, the way I look at this is you have a bathroom scale in your house and everybody sort of gets on it from time to time. And you could either say, yep, my weight is stable in a healthy range. Or over the last three to six months or over the year, my weight has gone up. I need to do something about it. And you try to eat better, exercise more. And you could track your weight. It is a metric. It is a measurement that we are tracking. Now, why not track your blood pressure? Now, you may say, look, Dr. Galati, I've never had high blood pressure. Okay, that is fantastic. But as we all get older and our arteries and our blood vessels, just by the aging process, get more stiff, there is a risk of blood pressure increasing to a range that is of concern, so you cannot live on your laurels of five or 10 years ago. It goes, yeah, yeah, every time I go to the doctor, it's fine. Well, now, geez, the blood pressure is getting up to that concerning range. So if you've got your blood pressure machine at home, which was gifted to you by one of your kids, you can now intervene instead of falling victim to the silent killer. Hypertension, high blood pressure, really does not give off any particular symptoms. You're not going to wake up one day and say, whoa, I think I've got hypertension today. Unless, of course, you've got a crushing headache, you're blind in your left eye, and you have crushing chest pain. That's a little too late at that point. But you want to pick it up in the early, early stages. Now, the same goes for your kids. Childhood obesity, adult, young adult obesity, that I should say, is on the rise. You'll ask any card-carrying cardiologist. All of these individuals that are obese, overweight, are at risk for hypertension. How do you know? You got to take your blood pressure. And so if you, you have your family taking their blood pressure. Depending on the situation or the severity, I'm not necessarily saying you have to take it every day, three times a day, but a spot check. Maybe Saturday morning, have the kids take their blood pressure, your college kids that are home. Hey, let's get your blood pressure checked. No different than stepping on the scale. No different than asking, how are you sleeping no different than asking are you exercising no different than saying hey are you consuming too much beer at the frat parties okay so it is another parameter that we want you to measure and again with all of the gadgets on our smartphone our our you know apple watch all the devices we're getting which I think is very good feedback on our biometric performance, why not add blood pressure? I would say pretty soon, next three to five years, the Apple Watch type devices are going to be checking your blood pressure, which would be amazing, which would be amazing. But here, for 30 to $80, you could get an awesome blood pressure cuff that could be integrated into your smartphone, your watch, all the attachments and wearable type stuff that we, uh, we have. So I, uh, I, I think that is it. The name of the game is get a blood pressure cuff for Christmas. And good old Dr. Galati. is behind it. All right. Stay tuned. We're here every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m. The name of the program is Your Health First. DrJoeGalati.com is our website. Go to our Facebook page and download our Thanksgiving ebook on Thanksgiving recipes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Everybody, thanks for tuning in on this November Sunday evening. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. The program that you tuned into is your health first every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m. And as I said at the top of the hour, there are only two things we want to accomplish during this hour. But it's a, a lasting effect. And that is to make you a better consumer of healthcare and raise your health IQ. You you have to take your health and wellness seriously because if not, you are going to be bamboozled into chronic disease. And where there is chronic disease, there is misery. And one of the things that my well I I want to say it's my mother, but indirectly my mother taught me this. I was, uh, I think I was eight or nine years old. The statement of misery is optional. You know, a little closer to Christmas, I will explain that whole story about misery is optional. But it stuck with me as a kid, eight, nine years old, Joseph, misery is optional. Yes, mom, I understand it. Misery is optional. And that has carried through my upbringing, my Uh, my young adult years, my training, my schooling, misery is optional and it applies to you and your health. Whether Whether or not you are on 10 different prescriptions is your choice. Very, very few diseases, conditions are going to occur in the person that is normal weight, normal tensive, exercises, eats fruits and vegetables, and avoids all the crappy food that's available to us at the snap of a finger. All right, so what, what I really want to say here, and don't forget drjoegalati.com d-r-j-o-e-g-a-l-a-t-i.com. Sign up for our newsletter, of course. Send me an email. There's, there's, uh, there's ways on the website to send me a message, anything you want to say, I am open to read all of them. Anyway, uh, a week ago, we were all at the liver meetings, the American Association for the Study of Liver Diseases. That's a, that's a wild group. Uh, but I am a hepatologist. I'm a liver specialist. And so our annual meeting this year was in Washington, D.C., which I attended. And it really, over the years, has turned into the preeminent worldwide meeting on liver disease, hepatitis, cirrhosis, liver cancer, everything liver is there. And so for a a, a liver geek like me, I was in heaven. So the one thing that one of my colleagues during a presentation was talking about, and it was absolutely profound, we were talking about fatty liver disease. You've heard me talk about this. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Leading cause of chronic liver disease. Leading cause of cirrhosis. Leading cause of liver cancer. And leading cause to get transplanted. All right? You're dying of liver failure. The only thing that's going to save you is a liver transplant. So that is a, that's, that's not good. That a, a disease of lifestyle Is causing all of this misery. Remember, misery is optional. But at the very end of his talk, he said, really what we need to do, all of us in the liver disease world, we need to create an awareness of liver health. Liver health. And I would say for most people, that is completely off- the radar screen. You are talking about mental health, which, by the way, is absolutely important. In no way am I poo-pooing that. They talk about heart health, okay? Kudos to our cardiology brothers and sisters and the American Heart Association. We're talking about breast health, we have people that are talking about the health of your bones, right? There's all these commercials on TV about what you have to do to prevent rickets or osteopenia, osteoporosis, and all that other stuff. But nobody is really out there waving the flag on liver health. And that is very, and very important, considering the millions upon millions of people that have liver disease, liver problems, and they don't even know it. So we have to create this liver health awareness. And that, that's why I am here. There's so many things to talk about, but we're going to focus on liver health. All right, we're going to take a break. The news is coming up. Sally Adams will be gracing the radio stage with news weather traffic. And I think she may, again, reiterate, yes, the Astros won, won the World Series last weekend. All right, Dr. Joe Galati, don't forget DrJoeGalati.com. We'll be right back. Your name is Lots above it.
1: This is your big.
0: a great sunday evening with the ones you love i'm dr joe glotti this is your health first and as i said at the top of the program and at the top of the second segment i guess i really just want to try to drill this home our mission raise your health iq make you better consumers of healthcare. third thing we do during this show we play good music us on the team have a lot of fun putting this weekly endeavor together. Your Health First and the great team that I've got that I get to work with all week long. Dr. Joe Galati is the website, drjoegalati.com Sign up for our newsletter. Go to our Facebook page, which is at Dr. Joe Gallati. Sign up for the newsletter. Find out about what we are all about. There are prior episodes of the radio program spanning 20 years, podcasts. There's Instagram, YouTube. We have a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of educational topics that we talk about that are of interest to the general public, but you have to go to Uh You know, some people were texting me uh, during the news break and they said, you sound a little nasal. And that is true. And I hate to highlight what is wrong. You know, what's wrong with this guy? Uh yeah, for the last few days, most of I'd say most of last week, starting like Tuesday, my uh I, I've been very, very congested. There's been a little a little breakout of COVID around me. I've been vaccinated. Most recent vaccination with the latest uh, dual variant. But I really think I got COVID. No fever, no body aches, no cough, no shortness of breath. But my nose has been absolutely congested. And realizing that the COVID-19 virus resides in your nasal passages and upper respiratory, I really wonder if this is sort of, you know, my outward expression of it. Nobody else in my immediate family has gotten sick, but please pardon me. You know, when I get these sort of stuffy nose like I am now, my New York in me comes out even worse. Because really, when you think about the typical New Yorker, the way they speak, very nasal, very nasal sounding people. And now this only exaggerates it even more, which is okay, it's me. The message is the same. I could be speaking Swahili, but if you understand it and the message, that is okay. All right. Uh, I, was, I was talking at the last episode about liver health, and I was at the liver meetings in Washington, and one of my colleagues at the end of his presentation said, yes, the science is fascinating. Some breakthrough discoveries, new therapies, uh, a lot of work has been on the genetic sequencing of all of us or all of all of those that have a particular disease or condition by looking at the genetics of everybody we could identify who's going to get into more problems and who may be protected either because you have or do not have a certain genetic abnormality or presence but anyway at the end of the day he said we need to speak out and it is our job to talk about liver health so what is liver health well first of all and I and I've said this before people don't even know where the liver is I'll be examining somebody and I'll be you know pressing on a certain part of their abdomen they're like what are you doing up there And I will say, I am uh, palpating your liver, Bob. And they'll say, oh, I thought it was over here. No, your liver is not down in your left pelvis. Your spleen is not around your kneecap on the right side. The liver's in the right upper quadrant, right under your rib cage. And so I say that because if you don't know where the thing is and if you have a pain, or a discomfort, or a weird feeling. Now, I don't want to turn everybody into absolute flaming hypochondriacs, but you have to realize what is in that space. What is in the right upper quadrant of your abdomen? Well, it's your liver. It is your gallbladder, which is attached to the liver. It could be your colon, less likely your lung, because the lung and the liver sort of interface right up in the right upper quadrant. But anyway, so you need to know where the heck the, the darn liver is if you're going to have any sort of intelligent conversation about this. The other thing is what does the liver do? Well, the liver is involved in all sorts of biochemical reactions in the body. Everything from detoxifying your blood, making protein, making clotting factors, so that when you cut yourself, you're shaving, or you go for surgery, or you get in a car accident, you fall off a ladder— You don't bleed to death. You have clotting factors. Many are made in the liver. Your liver makes cholesterol. Your liver makes protein. When you have a liver that's on the blink, you don't make the proper proteins. One of them is albumin. And you lose your muscles. You get muscle wasting. Now, everybody, well, not everybody. A lot of people are talking about erectile dysfunction. A lot of the hormones you need for proper sexual function are present in adequate proportions when you have a healthy liver. And so you're suffering from ED. The little blue pill may not be the answer. It'll fix the problem. It's a Band-Aid. But certainly you have to look at your liver and, of course, your cardiovascular system and whether or not you have diabetes and things like that. So it's not just take testosterone and take the blue pill. And there are certain diseases that affect the liver that you need to be aware of. The viral hepatitis or hepatitis, hepatitis A, B, and C. We have vaccines for hepatitis A and B. They've been around for over 30 years. They're safe, effective. You don't have to worry about vaccines and all the nonsense that we've gone through with COVID. Alcohol, of course, for men, no more than two alcoholic beverages a day. And that would be excessive in my book. And women, no more than one per day. Now, a lot of people try to be cute and they say, okay, one a day, that's seven. I'll have five on Friday and two on Saturday. No, it doesn't work that way. It's more the 24-hour period. You've heard me talk about fatty liver. If anybody tells you, you have a fatty liver, you need to get that fully evaluated. It does not mean you're going to die of liver failure. It does not mean you're going to get cancer, but it needs to be evaluated. You need to know how much fibrosis or scarring. Again, this all goes with liver health. You cannot be a stooge and just sit quiet. Stick your head in the sand and hope that nobody notices. If you've got any of these liver ailments or elevated liver chemistries, what does that mean? What does that mean if you go to the doctor for your well-woman exam or your well-guy exam and they say, oh, your liver numbers are a little up? In my book, as the liver expert, there's no such thing as being just a touch up or a little elevated. You have elevated liver chemistries, you need to get that addressed, evaluated, tested, queried, and drill down to find out what is wrong. And that goes for, as I was saying earlier, a little bit of high blood pressure. Well, I feel okay. Wrong answer. Sorry. Your cholesterol, just a little elevated. How do you feel? Well, I feel fine. Okay. See you next year. Wrong answer. Okay. So the mission for all of you for the end of the year, the coming year, 2023, is we have to have greater liver awareness all right stay tuned final segment coming up i'm dr joe galati and as i say each week it's such a pleasure to be here with all of you stay tuned we'll be right back Segment of this week's Your Health First. We're here every Sunday between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m. Central Time, but we are heard coast to coast on the iHeartRadio app. So if you like this programming and you want to share it with the world, tell your friends, relatives, your BFFs that at 7 o'clock Central, Dr. Joe Galati and the Your Health First team are here spreading the good word on health and wellness. Go to drjoegalati.com, sign up for our newsletter. You'll see information about our ebook. It is a cookbook for Thanksgiving. Our dietitian Lauren, is going to be on in um, just a minute to. Uh, Uh, talk about that. But you have to go to drjoegalotti.com on our social media. We have it posted. Before we get Lauren to come on here, it was an article I saw in the New York Times, which I will post on the Facebook page, about how to get a workout, a full-body workout in 20 minutes. And the, the biggest complaint with everything, I can't eat right. I can't take care of myself. I can't work out is because you don't have enough time. Now, that is a whole separate discussion to say, really, you have no time? Give me a break. But anyway, for those of you that really don't have time, this article here talks about a 20-minute workout, but the key take-home is that you have to do a series of exercises that incorporate the most amount of muscles in the body rather than an isolated curl or a, a bench press press or one focused area. you want workouts that are going to really recruit as much of the big muscles in your body. And this article here gives a sample workout. And it really is pretty enlightening, and I think it is a, uh, a good benchmark on how to think about how you're working out. And again, as we're coming to the end of the year, we have to start thinking, okay, these are the things in 2022 that worked, that didn't work, 2023, this is where changes are going to be made. Think it over, everybody. All right, everybody, as we were talking, our dear registered dietitian, who's no stranger to your health first, Lauren Mahesri, that's her new name, right? I have to get used to it, Lauren, as I'm sure you and your friends have. But anyway, uh, Lauren is our registered dietitian in our Practice Liver Specialists of Texas, and she is absolutely invaluable to the care of our patients. And she cooked up an ebook, the first one we've ever done uh, at the practice, uh, on, on how to have a healthful Thanksgiving dinner with a number of recipes. So, Lauren, why don't you just explain to everybody what went out in the email yesterday and what is now available on social media? And if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get your own copy. Uh, next week, if you don't go to these other sites, so take it away.
1: Yeah, well, I'm really excited for the ebook. I think it's a great avenue and platform for a lot of our patients uh, to get a lot of the help that they were really asking for. Um, I think that's initially why we even wanted to do this ebook, is I had gotten a lot of patients' questions. You know, my patients who were doing great, my patients who were doing not so great. We're saying you know the holidays are coming up. this is inevitable. I'm going to have to have a you know sit down with a, uh, my family and eat quite a different meal than I'm used to, usually. You know how should I go about that? What are some right. strategies to eat healthy over the holidays? Yeah and so and thats yeah, go ahead. That's kind of how this ebook was created is making sure that patients have the tools, have the strategies. And have the practical recipes to share with their friends and family to make sure that they're still taking care of their liver, even though their their diet might look a little bit different for a day or so.
0: Yeah, and that you know, there's no doubt that uh, the um, the amount of resources online that people could get it's it's absolutely staggering how much. And so I I would like to think that that you've been able to cull through all of the the noise out there and select a handful of recipes approaches to cooking a turkey get some sides a salad you even throw in two different desserts which i was uh, quite pleased to see and they're <laughs> all they're all fun they're all tasty but they stay within the boundaries of what we would say from a medical standpoint of course that would be healthy if you have Fatty liver, but if you just are trying to watch your weight, or you have diabetes or high blood pressure, so why don't you just give everybody just a quick uh, rundown what the recipes are and what they would uh, look forward to if they get the uh, ebook?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I, I love that you said it, they all need to taste good. That's my my number one priority. Oh, sure. I-, I started as as more of a culinary background getting into nutrition, and so. Every time that I talk about anything with my patients, the pri- the priority is I want you to enjoy your food. That, that's my number one. Um, and so all of these recipes, um, that is the priority, is that I want you to enjoy this meal with your family. I don't want you to feel overly restricted or right. cutting out entire food groups or anything like that. But you're right. It is a balance, and there is so much information on the Internet where these recipes are maybe they're checking all of the um but in a perfect world, this is what my my Thanksgiving meal would look like. right? But there is a balance between nutrition and enjoying your meals. And that, I feel, finding that balance is where we're gonna get more long-term success anyways. And so a lot of these meals, I feel like, have a really good balance between that. So, for example, um, you know, we've got mashed potatoes on the menu. They're real potatoes, but we're making a little bit of a change right. because instead of a bunch of milk and butter, we're adding in a little bit of Greek yogurt, which I first Perfect. I think sounds scary to folks, but it gives the same exact creaminess, texture, flavor, while also increasing the protein and having way less fat of a mashed potato. Right. So tweaks like that where it's still a very enjoyable um, you know what patients would say: normal meal for right. Thanksgiving, but we're tweaking things to make it much better for your liver.
0: Yeah, and I and I think that uh, you know the rank and file public is probably saying mashed potatoes equals two sticks of butter, which mm-hmm. is 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 not the case. Uh, sure, I've had those mashed potatoes and they are awesome, but if you have to take that health twist for one reason or another, adding the Greek yogurt in, you really won't notice it.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, look, Um, uh, go
1: ahead. I was going to say, just a lot of our recipes are exactly that. So I really do encourage patients to look at them. um, And even if you're not making the exact recipes, get some inspiration of how we can lower the fat somewhere. Can we decrease the salt? Can we increase the fiber somewhere? Um, and you know, making little tweaks to maybe your favorite family recipes. Right. So maybe if you're not making these exact ones, can you pull inspiration for for making your own family recipes a little bit healthier?
0: Yeah, and i would I would say the most important thing on this for everybody listening, we need your feedback. We'll be uh, uh, mm-hmm. sending this out to our subscribers. People could find it online. Our information is on the ebook, and so we can make uh, I anticipate we'll be making a version for Christmas uh, and all through the year, we should be updating this ebook, which is really uh, fantastic. So Lauren, uh, thanks very much for coming on tonight. We'll I, I think we'll have you on again next Sunday evening so that we could uh, continue to promote this. And again, we we look at, and I know you do, you look at the, the this ebook. And recipes as a tool to support people in wanting to make a change. Final final thirty second uh, comment here. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, I think the majority of the reason that we did this is just so that patients can have and anyone can have some tools to say that my my goals and my eating healthy do not need to change based on the season of life that I'm thrown. You right. know, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be different scenarios. And that's what actually makes uh, your behavior changes better. It makes them more efficient, makes them uh, more long lasting. If we learn how to use these, these like kind of difficult seasons of life um, to still accomplish those goals. So I think uh, not using this season as an an excuse of sorts, but using it as a way to make your behavior changes much more long lasting, I think would be great.
0: All right, Lauren. Thanks very much for coming on tonight. Always brilliant, and that's why we're lucky to have you at the practice. Have a great night.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, that is the final word for this Sunday night and Your Health First. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Don't forget, go to drjoegalati.com center for our newsletter. Make sure you pick up a copy of our ebook on how to cook and prepare and serve a tasty but yet healthful Thanksgiving dinner. It's all at drjoegulati.com. Thanks to everybody. We will see you next Sunday evening. Be well. Don't let the holidays get you too crazy. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjogalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.